Here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. My name is Dosta. Today, I'd like to share with you Sunset Meditation. Have you heard of this one? It's a good one. You should know about it. So we can add it to our collection, our toolkit, our catalogue of meditations that we know and do. Don't just add it to your mind. You have to actually do try it. Actually, at least, well, that actually brings me to my first point, which is that this sunset meditation is a good one to explain also some broader principles of meditation, which is categories of meditation, or how we can categorize meditations. And there's two things to understand. One is that you can do permutations on meditations. And another thing is that each meditation has a design to it of how how often it should be done, we could say, speaking very simply. So, for example, some meditations are to be done daily. You can do them every day for the rest of your life. Some meditations are only meant to be done for a certain period. So you say, okay, you do this meditation for three months and then you never do it again. Then some meditations are to be done, well, in a specific order in conjunction with other meditations. So you say you only do this meditation at a certain, what should we say, like on a retreat or in an awareness intensive. So you wouldn't want to be doing uh, an awareness intensive meditation daily because it's the not, not the right context for it. And the meditations we're talking about today, they're not a daily meditation. They're not something that you do every day. Well, I mean, you could, but it's really, it's really more one that you try when you get the chance, we can say. So the other thing we can add quickly is what is permutations? What are permutations? Well, when you're a musician and you're learning scales, musicians learn permutations. This is where the word comes from. Well, it's not where the word comes from, but it's where I got the word from. So think of this. When you have a scale, you have seven notes or so or whatever, and you can play it from the first note up to the seventh and back down, and you can number them and say, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. That's how you play the scales. Now, a permutation would be, well, instead of doing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, let's do one, two, three, two, three, four, three, four, five, four, five, six, five, six, seven, six, seven, six, seven, six, five, six, five, four, five, four, three, five, four, three, two, three, two, one, two, one. Woo! That is a... That is a mind bender of a permutation. Why did I choose that one? Let me try a more simple one as an example. <laughs> one, one, two, one. One, two, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, one. Uh, four, three, two, one. 
One, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, five, six, five, four, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oof. Oof. So you can see that it's pretty tedious. It's the work. It's, it's a lot harder than just going up and down the scale when you do a permutation. Now, when you do systematic permutations, then you're doing every single order. So the musician is going through every single, and they've got these huge rows of numbers, 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 and they're all in a different order. And they're basically just a mass equation. And, well, for the musician, I mean, depending on what instrument they're playing, it's not, a, it's not necessarily a matter of numbers. It's also a visual pattern. Like if you play piano, the, the one that I started with would be a lot easier to understand, like one, two, three, one, two, three, two, three, four, three, four, five, four, five, six. So, uh, that as a pattern visually is a lot easier than memorizing as numbers. Well, maybe for some pianists, the numbers are easier. They have a mathematical line. But the point is what a permutation is, which is the you take the variables and you do every variable or you take certain parts of it and you change the order you change the components. So today's meditation, sunset meditation, is one you can do in permutations, which will actually give you about six different meditations. I haven't counted them up, but you can count them up yourself. But the important thing is to understand the principle of permutations. So, sunset meditation. Sunset meditation is where you sit and meditate as the sun goes down. Now, it's required of this one that you do it outdoors, preferably in nature, preferably somewhere quiet. Of course, where everyone's living at this, in this time, of, in this, wherever you're living in the part of the world, it's lucky, you're lucky if you can go outside and enjoy some nature. And it doesn't have to be like in the deep nature. It can be just in the backyard or wherever you are. But preferably somewhere quiet. And basically, you sit and you watch the sun go down. Now, two versions or two variables that we can add to our permutations is eyes open or eyes closed. Another version, another iteration, we might say, is timed and not timed. So the ABC version of sunset meditation is sitting, eyes open, with a timer. And what you have to do is look up the sunset time. Basically, that might be 5.30, 6 o'clock. At the moment here in Australia, it's about 5.30 because we're in winter. And it's different, obviously, wherever you are in the world. And you set it to start, you want to start about five minutes before the sun sets. Or ten minutes, something like this. And you want to have the timer go for a good over an hour. It's really an hour and a half it takes for the sun to go down. 
And you want to see the whole process. You want to be there for the whole process. So sitting, timer on, and you're going from sun up to sundown, and you're just watching. It really is that simple. You just look around. Now, because it's a meditation, you don't want to have any distractions. So don't be checking whatever on your phone or anything like that. You really do want to be observing. And this is great for ending the day. It's a good wind down from the day. It's a good way to just slow down, to bring yourself back to sleep, bring yourself back to awareness. There's so much busyness throughout the day and so much incessant, oh, hustle, hustle, hustle. Well, I guess that also depends on what sort of lifestyle you have. But for most of us, it's such a busy day that coming back to a, a quiet decrescendo at the end of the day is very powerful. And you can get much better sleep if you do this. It's one of the benefits. Now, the other version is eyes closed. So if you're doing this with people around, it takes some more trust. And really, even if you're doing it in nature, this is, this is great for trust. And what you want to do is close your eyes while the sun is up and don't open them again until the sun is down. And this one, you get the most out of if you do it without a timer. And this is very powerful. Now, normally when we do formal meditation, we, we have a time, we have a limit. You say, I'm going to do 20 minutes or half an hour and I can just sit and wait. And if I'm not sure how long I've been, well, I can just wait and the timer will go off when the timer goes off. But with this one, you're really starting to get in touch with your own inner edge. There's something in your, in your inner adventurousness when you do this one. I mean, you have to because you want to not, you, wanna, you have to make sure you don't open your eyes too soon because then you lose the effect. So you really want to sit and look around and take maybe some time to observe your surroundings with your eyes open and to see what it's like with the sun up and then close your eyes. And then the time that you open your eyes again, you want to see, whoa, everything's changed. It's this big, big, dramatic, sudden change. There's darkness everywhere. Now, if you're in nature, it might be that, well, there are some animals walking past or some birds flying around or something digging or there's a sound. And you're really going to start to contend with, well, is it safe here or what's happening? Or is anyone, is anyone looking at me? Did anyone walk past? And that's part of the edge. That's part of the trust of I'm going to hold on. I'm really going to make sure that I don't open my eyes until it's dark. And I'm not going to set a timer. Now you can set a timer. If you don't trust yourself that much just yet, you can set a timer. Because it's quite long. It's quite a long trip. If you start right as the sun goes down, so like right on 5.30, you really have to sit for an hour and 20 to get the full darkness, the full effect. You might, If you open your eyes after 40 minutes, there's still going to be twilight left. So watching the sunset has these permutations of eyes open, eyes closed, 
timer and no timer, and you can do every combination therein. And the other end of it, or the other thing you can experiment with, is sunrise meditation. Now, I would usually say if you do sunrise meditation, you always do it with your eyes open. Because what you're looking for is the the subtle changes, the subtle growing in nature. The sunrise is a natural occurrence which has dramatic change to it. Like the difference between, you know that old saying, it's the difference between night and day. Well, that's what you want to learn. Like to, to be in tune with nature, like many, pe- many, many gurus, many spiritual teachers talk about being in tune with nature, being natural again, getting in touch with an earthly sense of self and an earthly, earthliness, we, should, we could say. And when you're in nature, well, things are subtle. The wind is subtle. Clouds move very slowly. Rivers, rivers flow constantly and the tides move slowly. And also, well, waves are constant. They're the same all the time. And the difference, though, or the, the great depth in watching the sunrise it, is that it's slow, but it's very dramatic. It's a huge change. More of a change than a change in tide. More of a change in the change in the wind. More of a change than a change in the clouds. And so on. So really I would say watch the sunrise if you're doing sunrise meditation. But also, I mean conversely, you can have a big punch if you want that really if you want to know the drama of nature, if you need to get a dosage of how powerful nature is then you can do sunrise meditation with your eyes closed. And you say, I'm just going to wait till it's fully open. The sun is really up and have no timer. So that's, that's the instructions. That's how you do it. And that's some of the things to expect. I mean, you, the, the effect it will have on you, I mean, I can never say what that is. I can never guess what that is. And the idea, well, the idea is what we've been talking about, to have a strong effect. And it is subtle. You do have to have a taste for refined perceptions, particularly in eyesight. So it's a good one. And I understand that for most people that, well, they can't do meditation at a specific time of day every day and that might be the case so just keep this in your back pocket is what i'd say the chance will come when you're camping or you're on holidays where you try this out and and particularly this the sunset eyes closed no time that's probably the the hardest that's probably the most hardest one out of all the permutations. Like if all, some permutations come naturally and they're quite easy. And then other permutations, they're, well, they're sort of more tricky to get around. So that's the more tricky one. And probably the easiest one is probably sunset, eyes open, no time. 
You can just sit. That's just sitting around. That's just watching the sunset. It's almost just, it's almost not a meditation. I mean, we start to ask, where do we draw the line between a meditation and being? And well, when you're asking those sort of questions, you know you're on the right track. (laughs) So I'll keep this short and don't be put off by how short it is as to how deep this goes. And make a resolve to say, I will try this. And even even go out of your way. If you go out of your way to do each of these six permutations, sunrise, sunset, eyes closed, eyes open, timed, not timed, you got six versions there. Well, that's only going to take you six days. And if you specifically say, okay, this day I'm going to organize, I'm going to clear my schedule, I'm going to go out, I'm going to find a spot. And you've done them once, and then you can choose which one you like the most. And then you can just save it for when the next time comes right, for when the time is right. But if you don't have any initiative, well, you're never going to do it. If you always just wait for the time is right, well, you'll always be waiting. The time is now, as the old saying goes. So, and I, I do sometimes wonder what, what I can do to make the sales pitch of you should do this better. I mean, I think I've explained enough for you to know what to, what to work with. So thanks very much for tuning in. And that's Sunset Meditation. And that's all I have to say. For now.